0: indigestion. Switch to Poston. The makers of Poston, the favorite mealtime drinking millions of all honesty if it mightn't mean that something is really wrong with you. For instance, instead of being your usual good natured self, it might well be that indigestion is making you grouchy and short tempered with people. And perhaps the cause of your indigestion is coffee nerves. You see many people of course can drink coffee without feeling distressed, but many others, maybe you included, cannot. And if that's so, if you find that coffee does disagree with you, just be sensible. Switch to a poster, because postum can't possibly be upsetting. It contains no caffeine or stimulant of any kind. And polstrum tastes so good that thousands of folks who enjoy postum at home also insist on it, as a matter of course, in restaurants and hotels. So, if coffee upsets your detector, drink postum in its place. See if the change isn't beneficial even in a few days. After drinking postum for a reasonable time, say for two weeks, see if you are feeling and acting like an altogether different person. Drink postum. There's a reason. And now, let's see what's going on down in Pine Ridge. Well, just as Lum and Abner were needing money so badly to complete the furnishings for their new tourist camp, Lum read an advertisement in the newspaper of a very wealthy widow who's looking for a husband. Who can manage the large estate left her by her previous husband? Lum has answered the letter and is anxiously awaiting her reply. As we're looking on the little community today, Abner is out trying to collect some of their past due accounts, and we find Lum and Cedric over at the store. Listen. Abner's out collecting, huh? Yeah, we're trying to get together enough money to buy some furniture for them tourist cabins. But the cabins are all ready now, and nothing to put in on. I believe that's going to work out all right, using them old streetcars for cabins. It's sort of like riding a train, sleeping in one of them. Yeah, we got to study up some good name that'll carry out that idea, too. Like the Roundhouse Tourist Camp, or Sleep in a Sleeper Tonight, or something like that. Yeah, or to get a good name out of that? Of course, if everything works out like I'm figuring, I might just sell out my interest in the tourist stamp and the store here. Sell out? Yeah. Well, I can't tell you just what it is now, Cedric, but I'll have more money and I know what to do with after a little. You ain't found no gold mine, have you, Mr. Lowe? Well, practical, the same as. If I tell you, you wouldn't say nothing about it to nobody, would you? No one. Well... Confidential. I'm about to marry into a batch of money. You're going to get married, Mr. Long. Yeah, let's headway, Cedric. <laughs> well, I do know. Who is it, Mr. Long. Sister Sampson. No. Well, she's got some money. Yeah, four or five hundred dollars. I'm talking about big money. Thousands and thousands of dollars. You don't know this little woman. Well, Who else did you meet her? Well, I ain't exactly met her yet. In fact, is I never have even saw her. She advertised for her husband, and I entered the contest. Or answered the advertisement. Well, I believe all will enter the contest, too, if she's got that much money. Now, you stay out of it. I seen the advertisement first. Yeah, I tore it out of the paper. Her name is uh, Florence Beaumont. That's a pretty name, all right. Think reckon she's any kin to Beaumont, Texas? <laughs> of course not. It <laughs> no. couldn't be kin to a town. Yeah, I never thought about her name being the same as that town. It might be named after her, I don't know. She might even own it for as that go. <laughs> no telling how much money she's got. Well, how'd you find out about her having all that money? She admitted to it in the advertisement. Said she wanted to correspond with some nice man that was interested in matrimony that could look after a big estate that her husband left her. Well, I don't know... What if you don't like her look, so? With a million dollars, Cedric, she can't be very ugly. Especially as bad as me and Abner's needing money. Tell you, I've made a lot of bad invest here lately for her, and it's just up to me to find some way to raise some money. Well, you wouldn't marry her just for her money, would you? Course not. But if she's got all that money, I ain't going to hold it again. Huh? She can't help it if she's rich. Bless her heart. I wrote her a letter and sent her a picture of me and asked her to send me one of her. If she don't look too terrible, I mean her same as Gage right now. You not she's got a big automobile, too? All bound to have. <laughs> with a chauffeur. And I'll have to start smoking seagulls. Wait a minute. Here comes Van Pappet's beard. That drained old varmint. Can't make up my mind whether I'm mad at him or not. That stunt him and Abner pulled on me. Well, I don't blame you much. Him you mean, know, Mr. Abner, making you think the police were still looking for you when they know the case had done been dismissed. Well, I'm so glad over finding this rich widder it's kind of hard for me to be mad at anybody right now. That <laughs> is if that ain't luck for you. As many times as I might and I got married, and if I had, I never would have got this chance. up, Mr. Grandbab. Well, howdy, howdy. Come in, Grandbab. What can I do for you? Oh, nothing, I reckon, Lum. Just loafing. Well, good. Sit down, sit down. Did you know Mr. Lum's going to get married? Cedric. Oh, I forgot. What's that, Lum? You, you're getting married? Well, I'm engaged, sorter. Sorter? Well, he there, he ain't. Well, he's a rich widder at Nashville, Tennessee. He's sort of sparking at me. Oh, I say sparking at me, I... I wrote her a letter the other day and sent her my picture and sort of pre post to her. Just ain't heard from her. It's the only thing that's holding up the deal, I guess. Well, where'd you meet her? I ain't met her. I read about her in the paper. Maybe you seen the advertisement. I cut it out of the meanest store the day before yesterday. Got it here somewhere. No, I never seen it. What sort of a looking woman is she? I don't know. But this is enough, though. Listen to this. "'Cause I would like to correspond with some middle-aged man with the object of matrimony. I am a lonesome widow, 38 years old, and would like to find some kind man that is competent to look after a rich estate left me by my deceased, uh, deceased husband. Write an enclosed picture to Florence Beaumont, Box 86, Nashville, Tennessee." Uh, you mean you're taking her side on scene? Well, if I don't like her looks, I don't have to marry her, do I? Well, if you done pre her in that letter, she can sue you for a breach of promises if you don't. Penny, that's right, ain't it? Why, sure. She ain't no bargain, I'll tell you that right now. She's got all that money and has to advertise for a husband. He's bound to be something wrong there, Summer. Does sound sort of funny, don't it? I never stop to think about that. I've got some friends back there in Nashville, old horse traders. Good minds to write them and see what they know about her. Trouble is, though, if they find out she got all that money time I get around to marrying her, all I'll have left is her and a bunch of horses. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, Myl. What you better do is write and tell her that that other letter don't count till you get a picture of her. Yeah, maybe I was a little fast on that pre All I got to think about was how bad I would need money. Wait a minute, I've got a copy of that letter that I wrote her. Yeah. See if you think this album gets me in any way. See what I've done with that. Yeah, here you go. I had to copy it over. I got to write and slant. Now answer the phone there, Cedric. He ain't doing nothing. He don't. I'll read this to you, Grandpa, and see what you think of it. Hello? Hello? Wait till he gets done. Hello? Hello? Matter, can't you hear, Cedric? Yes, Mom, I'm here, but all they're saying is hello. Well, tell them who it is talking. Well, I tell. I don't know the voice. I mean, tell them who you are. Oh, I'm Cedric. Well, tell them, not me. Oh, I'm Cedric. Here, let me have it. Thank you. what, oh, Mr. Abner? Yeah. Hello. Oh, what do you want, Abner? No, we don't need no pie, any. Well, I don't care if it is a player. We don't need it. I know it's furniture, but we ain't got room in one of them street cars for a pioneer. Wouldn't be room for the customers. I don't care if it's got ten rolls of Casey Jones with it. We don't need it. Well, tell him to just let the bill go for a while then. All right. Yeah, all right. Goodbye. Abner, don't try to collect. I'm paying anything in the world off of it. Once everything he sees, works my youngin'. I told him to take in all the furniture he could so as we could furnish him cabins, and I wish you could see the stuff he's been bringing in here. Now uh, go ahead and read the letter, and i have got to get on back to the store. Yeah. Yeah, listen to this. See so if there's anything in here could, you could sue me for breach of promises or. Dear Flo. It's a pet name. I her that for sure already. I've seen your advertisement in the paper, and from what you say, I am the man you have been looking for. I know it will be a case of love at first sight. I am middle-aged and have never been married. Middle-aged? Well, nearly. She claims she's 38. If she admits to that much, she's bound to be a good 50. Yeah. Uh, if you will only say the word, I will fly to your side and claim you for my bride. <laughs> that's about all I said about marrying the rest of it. I just telling her about all my businesses all. Now, well, that's enough. That's enough right there. You've got yourself a wife there, whether you want her or not. You mean even if I don't like her look? I don't care. She's as ugly as a mud pen. With that letter as evidence, you'll have to either marry that woman or she can sue you for breach of promises and take every nickel you've got. Oh, my goodness. Why don't I learn to keep my big mouth shut? it ain't such a one thing, it's a whole dozen. Well, let's hope that Lum hasn't turned right around and gotten himself into another jam. Suppose you were to fill a glass of water right up to the well bin. Now, in order to carry that glass without filling, your hand would have to be pretty steady, wouldn't it? Well, why not try it? And if you find your hand trembles, Just ask yourself if it isn't because you have coffee nerves. It might very well be, For while many people can drink coffee without getting shaky and jittery, many others just can't. And that's why, if you think you have coffee nerves, you'd really do yourself a favor to switch to Postum. For there's no caffeine or stimulant of any kind in Postum that could possibly make you nervous, and you'll honestly enjoy Postum both for its delightful, cheering aroma, delicious, full-bodied flavor. Now, for your convenience, Postum comes in two easy-to-make forms. There's Postum, it is you make coffee, and Instant Postum, mixed instantly in the cup. So take advantage of what Postum has to offer. If coffee nerves trouble you, see if the change for Postum isn't just what you need. See if in two weeks' time that jittery, nervous feeling hasn't left you entirely. Ask your broker for a tomorrow. Don't forget, friends, new show to come along next Friday evening, the same time. When we again visit Pine Ridge at and Avenue, we say, Good humor is the best plow in the field of friendship. If its blade is not too sharp. Lou Cosby speaking. And remember, them your best bet for a good This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.